You obviously know Kung Fu. When I say, who's the master? You say, Shonda. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Joining me tonight is super fan of the seminal 80s movie classic, The Last Dragon, self-styled Last Dragon historian, Craig, The Last Glow, Sutton. Craig, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Driving Podcast tonight. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. It's very cool to have you. Uh, Fandom is one of those things that really just fascinates me. So I want to get right into it with you. Take me back to that first time that you saw The Last Dragon. Was there a moment in the film where it became crystal clear to you that this was going to be the movie that, for lack of a better term, defines you. (laughs) You know, what's funny is that it was even before I saw the movie, and I remember it like it was yesterday, and we're talking 1985. So I remember watching the commercial, the trailer on TV, and I saw Leroy do that blurry lotus blossom arm thing after he got the glow. I don't know what you call that move. (laughs) Bruce Lee did it, too. And uh, I saw that and I was just, I was just captivated (laughs) and uh, I could not wait to see the movie. But of course I grew up in Canada and I lived in a, you know, fairly small town and it didn't come to my town. So I ended up waiting for a year for that thing to come out on VHS. And I, I mean, every time I went to the rental store, I was waiting and I looked for it. And and, you know, probably (laughs) like back then it took like a full, at least a full year before they came out. And then one day I saw it and I was like, yes. And nobody, everybody else around me, nobody cared. Nobody had heard of it. Especially even if there was any excitement about it, after a year, forget it. Like, a ten, like I was 10 years old and I saw that thing and I just like, I couldn't wait to get home and watch it. And I barely remember watching it the first time. I've seen it thousands of times since. But I just remember that, that build up more than anything. And uh, yeah, not even realizing, not even knowing why I wanted to see it, but it's just, it just, I think about it more now, and there's a lot of things that stand out why I wanted, I wanted to watch it so bad. Now, see, that's interesting, because you saw that in the trailer, and clearly you were familiar with Bruce Lee at the time, so why didn't Fist of Fury do it for you? Right, well, that's a good question. I mean, I loved Bruce Lee, but I, like, being young, it was kind of like, at that age, I guess, and, and just not being very focused on movies generally, like just starting to really get into it. A lot of the Kung Fu movies, like, you know, now it's kind of blasphemy to say this, but they blended together back then. And so <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it all. But there was a lot of fake Bruce Lee's. And I don't know at the time if I could really clearly tell the difference. I'm being dead honest right now, like, you know, <laughs> at that age, right? Sure. So, and I'm talking even before I was 10, like watching Bruce, like some watching Bruce Lee movies when I was really young, like I'm talking seven years old kind of thing, right? So it's all a, kind of a blur, and I, but I loved it. And then I, I, I got into The Last Dragon and that led me down the road of now re-watching all the Bruce Lee movies and all the, the Shaw Brothers and that stuff. So it's kind of came full circle and it got me more into Bruce Lee after watching The Last Dragon, even though I already liked, you know, Kung Fu films like the genre. Um, and, then, and then, of course, why I connected is I related to Leroy in, in so many ways, like just 
I mean, I had a great childhood, like nothing bad, but I was different. You know, I'm mixed black, white, a little bit of Chinese. And so growing up in a town, in a small town in Canada, you know, I stood out. I was different. There's nothing I could do about that. And it wasn't necessarily bad, but I didn't, I just didn't feel like I belong. And seeing like Leroy uh, not fitting it at all. And like, but he was cool with it. Like he was happy doing his own thing and being different from other black people from other from everyone but like right. he did his own thing he dressed in his own way and like he was imitating bruce lee but it was you know he was different and it was okay and and he was also shy with girls and in high school i was shy with girls and girls liked me but i didn't you know i was really slow with it and people teased me you know and people <laughs> teased him and people even when now when people watch the movie like they did quick to tease him with how slow he is to see that that laura charles that vanity loves him that wants him and he's like oh, you know <laughs> he's, he's he's more focused on on uh his his kung fu you know <laughs> but uh I, I kind of was the same way like i was you know i was shy around girls and uh you know and, and th th just all that i was used to the you know, I just used to the black characters always being the sidekick, uh, bad stereotype, dying first, you know, all those things together. So uh, to see that he was, I didn't know it at the time, even it's just something connects with you to see like a hero, the, you know, in a positive light. And it's just, and he even looked a little bit like me, like, you know, it just, yeah, <laughs> it just, it was everything that I was into at the time. Yeah. When you think about that movie now, what's the first scene that kind of pops into your head? Oh, wow. Well, it's got to be shown off. I mean, his, <laughs> his entrance into the movie theater is just, I think, I mean, I'm biased, but I mean, I think he's one of the great, I think, first of all, I think he's one of the greatest villains of all time. Agreed. And then that entrance, like his entrance in the movie theater is just, it's phenomenal. I think people that don't even like the movie still see that and like they remember that. And people <laughs> might even remember, like, they might not know the film for sure. Like a lot of people actually think I'm talking about a, a Bruce Lee movie when they hear the last dragon, cause it has that same kind of sound as a Bruce Lee enter the dragon return of the dragon. So, but then you'd say, who's the master? You say, you know, kiss my converse and they're like, Oh yeah, that guy with the hair and the shoulder pads. And you know, and it starts coming back to them. Right. And so like, I mean, he was just, what incredible performance, right? Yeah. 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 Definitely uh, a memorable character. Do you think, uh, and, and be honest, mm -hmm. do you think it holds up today? As a film? You know, it, it's, it's certainly uh, an 80s movie. You know, there's no denying that. But what's interesting, it's very, and it has a, a cheesy side to it that some people can't get past. When you, but when you're able to see past that, you see that there is a, a very good story happening and very good themes. And there's a lot going on in there, um, you know, breaking down stereotypes it's got like a fairy tale kind of story. That's that, um, you know, like the hero's journey is very clear. Like it's well-written and people would say, come on, it's just a cheesy comedy, but there's, there's so much more to it. And then also the quality of the film, you look at it, you can tell it's an 80s movie, but at the same time, you look back at other movies that were made around that same time. And the quality of, of the film is, is high. It's very good. It's on the level of, of, you know, other great films of the time, you know, it, you know, it doesn't look like if you look at a movie like uh, no, Re no Retreat, No Surrender, like that was made around the same time. And it has a much cheesier feel and it doesn't look as as cleanly and quality made as this. Right. Like it was it was a well-made film with a, a with a really strong director, strong cast. Barry Gordy had his hands all in and he knows all about 
entertainment and what you know what makes a hit and he had a lot to do with the film he was very hands-on definitely did the uh, film inspire you to take up martial arts at all oh that's a great it's funny i was talking to timok about this very subject this morning we had a we had a chat today nice you know and he was talking about he was talking about um a movie he was doing and training and i was just like you know what it's amazing that i actually never got into martial arts like i even wow. i tried it and um I did uh, Hapkido when I was a kid, but it's funny because I was like, why didn't I stick with it? And it's, it's like, it was, it was, it was honestly like I was looking for a Mr. Miyagi type teacher sure. and I did, it just wasn't what I was expecting. Like I wanted Mr. <laughs> Miyagi and you know, and I just got some guy in a karate thing, like, you know, just, it didn't work for me. I was looking for more of the philosophy as well as, you know, like, sure. and then I tried it a few other times and I played football and I did wrestling and, um, so I really got into football and track and some other things. And I just, and then I didn't end up having time. I did a little bit of Wing Chun, but again, this was after uh, when I was working and now I just never had the time for it. And tonight I actually did, I've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm a big Star Wars fan and I did uh, a lightsaber fencing uh, training tonight. Nice. And I'm going to start doing that. So it's all for show. It's like, it's literally like, just like, okay, you make a big showy swing this is not to actually hit the guy. You want him to see that it's coming, you know, but it was, it was fun, you know, and it's all kids and me. It's all, That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> it's hilarious. But I like, it's in me to want to learn this stuff. And I keep saying like, I got to go, go do one of these like Shaolin pilgrimages for like months <laughs> and like learn it, make up for lost time. Cause I feel at some point I'm going to do it um, and really get into it. Cause I like it. And I didn't, yeah, like I said, I did, I did wrestling and I was, kind of a natural at that but i just i never stuck with it that's awesome well um as a i, I, th we're, I think we're pretty close in age so i i just turned 48 yeah I'm, I'm 43 okay so we have five years between us but um the last dragon was one of those important movies for me as well uh, i think it resonated a little bit more with you than with me because my kung fu education came from those shaw brothers films first yeah uh, so that was that was my scene but like you, I didn't get into martial arts at all until three years ago. Oh, really? So, oh, yes. No. I took it up three years ago, uh, roughly about three years ago, uh, and I'm studying now. So uh, I got to it late, but I am now a red belt uh, in the nice. system that I'm studying. And I took up uh, Saya Kali, so I'm learning uh, some FMA knife fighting as well. Nice. Congratulations. Good for you. So it's possible. Yeah, I still have five years. <laughs> Sorry, you started three years ago. Yeah, I've got a few years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it is possible. So if you if you do want to hop back into it, uh, you can you can definitely do it. <laughs> All right. So for us fans of kung fu movies, I, like I said again, I was raised with the Shaw Brothers and the Golden Harvest stuff. Uh, Five Deadly Venoms was was the movie that that spoke to me. Were you a fan of the classic? kung fu films at all aside from the bruce lee stuff did you watch them at all before uh the last dragon came out um i it's hard to remember like i definitely i got back into them in the 90s so when i was in high school in high school like that's on the weekends that's what i did like i, I said i grew up in canada but we were close i was on the michigan border so we got all the channels from detroit so we got like the Saturday afternoon Kung Fu stuff. So I was watching that stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. And, and I even remember my mom knew I was so into Bruce Lee and all this stuff. And so for Christmas, she bought me like a VHS that had, it was just back to back trailers of all these classic Kung Fu movies. And that's where I first really connected the names with the movies. And then after that, you know, when it was time to like pick out movies, this is what we did on the weekend. You know, we went down to, it wasn't even Blockbuster yet. 
you know, the video store on the corner and just like I was getting the 99 cent Kung Fu. Oh yeah, this is that one. The guillotine, the uh, <laughs> five fingers of death, uh, yeah. golden arms and all that stuff. Like, and I, mm -hmm. and I mean, I love uh, uh, five fingers of death. Um, yeah. King, uh, what are they called? King boxer. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and, and that movie it, that inspired the, the red glow of show enough. Yeah. 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 Right? Also, like, it, uh, it also inspired the character of iron fist. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah. And, and I mean, and then look, you probably, probably you know, talk about this, this is your, uses your thing, but like uh, kill bill, like all the, the, the music in that. And like, it's so much inspired by that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tarantino love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were then uh, more, I guess, influenced by some of the 80s and 90s uh, stuff that came out, obviously. Um, was there any other American martial arts film that came close to resonating with you the same way that The Last Dragon did? Mm, no, not, not, no, not really. I mean, I love, I love Bloodsport. I, I like it's not, I mean, nothing's on the level of fandom. I mean, you see what I do with the last sure. dragon, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I love, I do love blood sport. I mean, and like after I can remember after blood sport, like I watched every single John, Jean-Claude Baudet movie and just hoped it would be as good. And like, it was never the same level I found <laughs> after that, but I kept praying. I gave it a chance. It didn't matter how cheap it was. I was like, I'm this one of these is going to be another block, uh, another uh, blood sport, but <laughs> it just never really happened. I look back on them now and they're better than I thought, but I was so disappointed every time. <laughs> That's funny. But, uh, but nothing came close to, to reaching that, uh, that connection that you made with the last dragon. No, I don't. It's crazy. And, and it was, what's nuts is that I thought I was the only one growing up that is this obsessed or like just likes it at all. Really? Like no one else I knew really was into until I showed them. They're like, yeah, was, they liked it. But when I started this website, I built it in, uh, in like 1996 in a, uh, introduction to the internet course. Um, and, uh, I made a site that was like a, a MySpace page before there was even MySpace around. And each page was, uh, a different aspect of my life. Some things I liked and I had, you know, like a football page and uh, top 100 movie page. And then I had one page that was about the last dragon. And then later on, I learned how to install tracking on it. And I noticed that the last dragon page was getting all kinds of traffic. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. People actually like this movie. Like, this is really cool. I thought I was the only one. And, uh, and, and, and what's crazy is that like in high school, I had put in my yearbook, you know, when you put like, what's your ambition in life kind of thing? Like, yep. you know, a, a probable destination ambition. My ambition was to find Leroy Green. So find Bruce Leroy. <laughs> right. It, it was kind of a joke, but it was, it was part of it was true. Cause he disappeared to me back then before the social media, he was gone. I never really saw him again. Right. And I'm like, what the heck happened to this guy? And, and, and then when the internet came out, I was like, I mean, let me start looking for Bruce, Bruce Leroy. Like people were looking for porn and stuff like obsessed with chatting and all this thing. And I'm always looking, I'm looking for Bruce Leroy. I'm looking for the glow. I'm looking for the master. <laughs> and, awesome. uh, you know, and I, I never found anything, but I guess there were some other people doing the same thing and they found my website. And then eventually, uh, just this one pager, eventually I created its own website. So I'm like, Oh, there's something here. Let me, I don't see a lot online. So let me just make my own thing for it. And then, uh, time Ock actually found the website himself and, and, uh, like made a little comment on there. And I wonder if he even remembers that, uh, I doubt he would cause he would have just some random website to him, but he sent me an email and I, I sent him an email back and I'm, 
you know, we started chatting back then and I'm like, wow, I found, I found Bruce Leroy. And the funny thing is now, you know, move ahead, what, 20 years and, uh, you know, 30 years tw would have been 20 years. We're, we're friends now and we, we chat all the time and we work together and, you know, it, it's crazy what's come of this little website and, uh, just finding out that you know other people like this movie as as much as i do some people like it probably more than i do seem like a crazy fan but uh there's other people that are just as obsessed as i am that's an incredible story uh your love for this film actually took you all the way to this point where you are chilling with your hero yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's surreal like i always say to my friends like like really i really wasted that <laughs> you know like i mean i wasted all that energy like i could have said i wanted to be an astronaut or something like it is the power of, you know <laughs> it's the power of like believing in something right like putting it out there and, and having a goal i achieved my goal and now, now what do i do you know like, <laughs> should have been something bigger <laughs> yeah 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 right i gotta ask you though um a, a lot of people say you know you should never meet your heroes what's it like hanging out with your hero time no, it's pretty cool. It is. Yeah, it's different. It, it is. That's, that's part of it. It's kind of like, you know, it's like, yeah, what now? Like I, this, this was my goal in life, <laughs> but no, it's, it's pretty awesome. I remember the first time I met him, we went to, it was the first reunion ever. And it was in, uh, just outside of Detroit and Ernie Reyes Jr. was there and, uh, Glenn Eden who played Johnny U and Ty Mock. And so it was the first time they had seen each other in 29 years, which was amazing. Like just amazing. Cause these guys, I was so worried that they wouldn't like, there wouldn't be any chemistry between them. And it was just like all for the movie and, you know, but the moment these guys saw each other again, they were like old buddies and like Ernie Reyes and, uh, and Glenn Eden did their little, uh, patty cake, little no, celebration nice. <laughs> without, you know, right away, right in like, like, like second nature. And, uh, that was, that felt good. But then the one thing I really remember is that so i was driving them around and i'm in the car with glenn eden and and timok and we were singing michael jackson songs together in, in a car and i'm like i'm hanging out with guys i was watching when i was 10 years old like my heroes and i'm singing michael jackson songs like just belted them out loud and like it was it, it was not, it was surreal it was just just crazy That's yeah. Awesome. so yeah it, yeah, it's really neat. And I guess it helps that they're they're good they're good people, you know. And I still chat with Glenn Eden every once in a while, and Ernie every once in a while too. And time mock the most, but yeah, yeah, they're they're all great guys, so that really helps. Well, now you asked, what do you do now? Uh, it hasn't stopped for you though, right? There there are other things that you're involved in that uh, continues to potentially uh, extend and develop the story of of the Last Dragon, right? Yeah, yeah. So talk to me about one of those things because it, all I've seen of it has been some trailers so far, but it looks fantastic. And I'm talking about the animated sequel, The Rise of the Last Dragon. Yeah. How did that project come about? Yeah, uh, this is really exciting. So this very talented artist named uh, Datrix came up with this. And, and it, it's a similar story to what I did. I, he just put something out there and it resonated with fans. So he drew a picture of Shonuff, a cartoon of him. And people just kept asking him about it. It just got all this attention. And he's like, there's something here. And he's a huge fan himself. And uh, he had all these different ideas for different projects. He was working on a Luke Cage cartoon. He's working on, he had a lot of very creative, all kinds of great ideas. And then he just saw that like a fan, like this need that, you know, people wanted a sequel. They want more from this movie. And we didn't get it like back in the day. 
they talk about a, a remake and a reboot all the time. And whether or not people really even want that, that's another discussion. But there is a, there's a, a craving for more, for sure. And I think what fans really like is the idea of a sequel. And that's what this is going to be. It's going to be an anime-style animated series, which is going to start right from the ending of the movie uh, and continue the story. So, you know, it's, he, 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 we're saying it's, it's, it's uh, motivated by the fans, for the fans. So it's a fan-led project right now. And like he's recruited uh, fans to do voiceovers, but like also there's so many people that love this movie that that some real talent, like voiceover talent, like I don't know if most people wouldn't recognize these names, but they are real voiceover people that are interested in doing it and are on board to do it. The um, the cast, a lot of the cast that's still alive is interested in the project as well. I mean, they want to see it, it get like uh, basically we're we're working towards uh, episode one right now. And then uh, once that gets out there, uh, then it's going to be, uh, I'm saying we, because I feel like I'm a, really a part of it. I'm a, I'm a small part of it. Um, I'm helping with it, but it is Datrix and his wife, uh, Fabian, that are, are, are the force behind this. And uh, they're just about finished, or they're working on episode one right now, and they're backing it themselves. They're funding it themselves, all their own money. They haven't asked for anything yet. And they really just want the goal of getting this episode one done, getting it out there, and then having, like, then talking to Netflix, Sony, getting them interested. And I know when, once people see the full thing, like, they'll see the fan interested in this, and somebody will somebody will pick it up. And then at that point, you'll bring in, like, like Ty Mock and Glenn Eaton and Christopher Murney have all said they're interested, but he doesn't want to bother them until it's like, okay, we're good to go, jump in, and, you know, there's money for you involved, you know, right? Right now, everyone's working, you know, working for free to make this happen. Like, fans are pitching in their time, and it's cool because he actually gave me a small role for all the, you know, the help that I provided in promoting it. So, he gave me, I'm like a reporter in, in the movie, too, so or in this series. It's very exciting. That's awesome. The animation looks fantastic. And again, I've seen very, very little of it, but it's got that anime feel to it it's really crisp the motion is so amazing uh the colors are really fantastic it's that's and that's just coming out of a two-man crew yeah yeah the guy's really talented him and his wife very talented and i mean it's an interesting story too like his um he had all this creativity inside of him and he kind of never let it out but his mother passed away and she always wanted him to to share his gifts and he made a promise to himself after that, that he is going to, uh, you know, he made that promise to her. I'm not sure if it was while she was still alive or just after he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't keep this to myself. And he, since then he's just been creating like crazy and, you know, and it's just, it's getting a lot of, uh, a lot of love that it deserves. He's really good. That's awesome. Where's that project currently? I mean, how much longer do you think the fans will have to wait for, for something to, to pop? Yeah. So at the, um, at the Urban Action Showcase on November 9th, so really close coming up, that I believe you're going to be at as well. I will. Um, yes, it's the Last Dragon 35th anniversary, and we'll be celebrating it there. And he's part of that as well. So he's going to have a, uh, a booth there, and he's going to release that day, uh, I think it's going to be about 10 minutes long, uh, extended trailer of episode one. Wow. So, nice. Yeah, so he's working on finishing that now. And then the next step will be to finish up, like completely finish episode one, get that out there. And, you know, like I said, then, then see what happens with that and keep going. I mean, if that doesn't, that doesn't draw any attention, then keep going, keep going as long as he can. But yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's 
fully committed to, to getting it done. And, uh, and people that get like a VIP pass will get the first, uh, look at this trailer cool. and then he's going to release it to the public after. So it's, yeah, it's really exciting. Very nice. So, uh, speaking of the urban action showcase, November 9th, uh, AMC theaters in times square, in New York. Yep. 35th anniversary of the movie. What else do you guys have planned to celebrate there at the show? Yeah. So it's going to be a screening, which if you've never seen the last dragon on the big screen, one thing, just watching the big screen is awesome. If you're a fan. Yeah. And then two is watching it with 300 other crazy fans that know every line in the movie is ridiculous. So every time, you know, there's a big, like every quote and every scene is so quotable. People are quoting the movie and like just really enjoying it all together, you know, like, and when show enough comes in like the cheering. And then when, I mean, when <laughs> the end, when I like, I mean, I've seen it thousands of times and when every time Leroy catches the fist and gets the glow, like I get goosebumps and, <laughs> and to be in a theater of, 300 other people getting goosebumps and cheering at that moment. Like, ah, I'm going to post it. I have a video of when we did it, the 30th anniversary. Yeah. Same thing. Urban action showcase. We did it then. And that was like a 500 seat theater and the crowd just went nuts. And the energy in there is awesome. And then, and then afterwards we did back then we had a, like a bunch of people from the cast. This time it's probably only going to be time up, but I'm going to do a Q and a with him after. So fans can talk to him um, before the show. Like, um, you, some of your fans might know this and, and you know, but it's to explain what the urban action showcase is. It's like a comic con meets like martial arts action movie megathon. So like they'll be showing movies all day, yeah. celebrating other anniversaries of, of uh, iconic martial arts films, a big expo with celebrities and um, comic book artists and martial arts seminars and stunt, stunt people seminars and all this sort of thing. There's a whole um, day of Kung Fu movies too. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's real. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's and, uh, yeah. And I'll have a booth there too. I've got, uh, these shirts I haven't put out for a while. It's like a shirt and it just says, I got the glow on it. And it's, uh, <laughs> people really like it. You know, it's written in that last dragon style writing and I'll be, uh, selling some of those there too. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, and of course the, you know, people can meet time off and get an autograph and get a selfie picture with him and all that. So people really like it. Awesome. And, uh, of course you're going to stop by the booth and, uh, and have another chat with me, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Just <making> sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. I love, like, I don't get to see, you know, all these people that, that, you know, all the fans. So it's great to just hang out with the community and the martial arts community and the action films. I mean, Michael J. White's going to be there. Like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Don, the dragon Wilson, Cynthia Rothrock. Like it's not just Last dragon. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. Oh, definitely. It's 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 really it really is a fantastic show. And if anybody out there is uh, you know on the fence about attending the show, go. Yeah, it's a great time. And besides the celebrities that are there, there's so much stuff going on for anybody who's a fan of action films, martial arts, stunts. Uh, there's all kinds of cosplay going on, which is crazy. But yeah, Cynthia Rothrock's going to be there. Michael Jai White, Don the Dragon Wilson, Fred Williamson is going to be there. Nefesta Williams, Timok. So uh, a few of these guys have been on the show already. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to catch them again. And you interviewed the guy. Um, what's his name from uh, the Warriors? I listened to your podcast. It's an excellent podcast. We've got to go back and check that out. Thank um, you. Thank you. Really good. That guy's voice is incredible. <laughs> he sounds so good. And he's so <laughs> well-spoken. Like, wow, that was so interesting to listen to that. But he's going to be there, too. <laughs> so cool. it was uh, it's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so, um, what is the future of the Last Dragon franchise? There was always talk about a reboot. There was always yeah. talk about a, a live action sequel. Yeah. It it came, it went. It's still in the works somewhere. What is the latest on the future of the Last Dragon? Yeah, this this is the most popular question I field all the time, um, and. Yes, it's just always floating out there. They're floating out the idea, testing the waters, and it just it's always talk. Uh, there is a producer who's on it. His name is Dallas Jackson, and uh, he's in touch with me. We talk, and he says, when, it, and when it's announced, I'm going to tell you first. <laughs> so so <laughs> I will let the people know when it happens, but it is, it is only talk. Like When you hear the rumors, it, it's, it's rumors. Is there a script? Um, there may be. There's, there's been scripts kicked around, um, but... You know, you know what might happen first before a movie. One, we'll get the animated series. That's like, I mean, that's the biggest thing that's happening. But two, we'll get a, a musical. Oh wow, that <laughs> is a brilliant idea. And because you know why? Because Louis Venosta, the writer of the Last Dragon, is uh, he's wanted to do a musical from day one. So he wanted to make this a musical in the beginning. So he he has a background. He was uh, he was on Fame. He was on the show Fame in some role. Wow. And, uh, yeah, he wanted to make it a musical. So, and I believe he still has some rights to the, it, it went back to him. There's a certain time period where the rights are going to go back to him. And, uh, yeah, he wants to do a musical. Oh my God. That is a brilliant, brilliant idea. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but you know, I told him, I said, Hey, let me know how I can help. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Some people might laugh, but I think it'd be, it'd be fun. No, that's, that's nothing to laugh at. That's a brilliant idea just to get back into the old, uh, retro 80s aesthetic and put that on stage oh my god i'm there yeah and, and i mean and he might even change it like he's he's talked about bringing in it all depends on who can get involved but i mean he's like how great would it be to have jay-z involved timbaland like just like making it a different way i mean he's kicked around different things like it's just just throwing out ideas but like, that is exciting that's a, that's very exciting and hopefully there is something because uh, like you said this the story that made up the last dragon was a good story and it, there's still so much of that that should be told uh the animation is is something that i'm definitely looking forward to and uh there's ample ample stuff there to continue and uh build that whole universe and uh, uh you know the fandom's there so i think uh i think you would get a good reception if uh, if something happened yeah i think so too very cool all right uh i've kept you a while let's do a quick lightning round sure you ready Let's do it. All right. So uh, because you are such a Last Dragon aficionado, I'm just going to throw you a couple of Last <laughs> Dragon trivia questions and let's see how Put you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. First question. True or false? Shonuff is also known as the Shogun of New York. No. <laughs> false. <laughs> well, you held that one for a second. <laughs> All right, correct. Is it a trick question? <laughs> it is a trick question. It is the Shogun of Harlem. Harlem, very good, nice. All right, uh, second question: What are uh, Leroy's sisters' names? Oh, Sophia, Natasha. Uh, she's got Lotus Blossom. She's very got a ton of good, them. very good, <laughs> very good. All right, what is uh, Daddy Green's first name? Daddy Green's first name? Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> oh, Leroy! It's, 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 <laughs> I had to think about it. I had to think about it. Yeah, Leroy Green Senior. Very good. No, scammy. Almost, almost, almost. got me. All right. Uh, how much did Richie pay for his ticket to get into Seventh Heaven? I never buy a ticket. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Very Nothing. nice. 
Zero kung fu for brains. Chow mein for brains. <laughs> All right. And, and the last question, and this is also a trick question, so I hope you get it right, but what's your favorite podcast? About kung fu movies, martial arts, TV entertainment, and now anything The Last Dragon. Hmm. Other podcasts may be good, but kung fu driving podcast is better. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So point people to the website, which, by the way, is as comprehensive a Last Dragon website as you'll find anywhere on the web. So so send people to thelastdragontribute.com. And how long have you been working on this now? Uh, well, it's been in several different, like I had a different version of it back. I mean, first back in 1996, <laughs> and then it grew to something in like 2008, like a bigger site. And then I started the current version in uh, 2011, probably something okay. like that, 2010, 2011. All so right. yeah, it's been around for a while. How much longer do you think you're going to be into this? Oh, I'll be good. Keep doing it. It's fun. I do it for fun. So I'll be doing it. I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So that's the last dragon tribute.com. I will put that link in the show notes as well. Yeah. And on socials, I'm at the last glow on Instagram is where I'm most active. Facebook is the fan tribute to the last dragon and Twitter is at the last glow as well. Awesome. So I will put all those links in the show notes as well. Um, follow him on Instagram uh, for a lot of uh, quick snippets from uh, the, the movie. Uh, it's always fun to, pop onto that page and see something and go, Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's fine. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> so that's good stuff. Craig Sutton, best of luck with everything that's going on. I hope to catch you at the urban action showcase. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I hope that a lot of stuff continues to happen with the last dragon. Uh, I'm a fan, not nearly the fan that you are, but I don't think anyone can hold a candle to you. So, uh, I really do wish you the best of luck and I hope a lot of stuff keeps going on for the last dragon, just for the sake of adding to the fabric of the martial arts cinema world. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. It was a lot of fun. And yeah, I hope to, uh, I definitely, I will see you there. I will see you at the Urban Action Showcase. Very Can't cool. Wait. Very cool. Craigson, thank you so much for taking some time out to talk, man. Best of luck. You too. Thank you. Much thanks to Craig, The Last Glow Sutton, for talking with me about all things The Last Dragon. If you're a fan of the film, go check out Craig's site, thelastdragontribute.com. That link will be in the show notes, but the site has news about future projects, interviews with cast and crew through the years, photo galleries, really everything a Bruce Leroy fan would want. So pay him a visit, maybe grab a cool t-shirt or two, and let him know that you heard about him right here on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. If you want to follow Craig on Instagram, where he's the most active, give him a follow at The Last Glow. And while you're there, follow me as well at Kung Fu Driving Podcast, or on Twitter at Kung Fu Driving, or just email me at kungfudriving at gmail.com. At the time of this recording, the Urban Action Showcase is only a few weeks away, and I'm looking forward to catching up with Craig again there. And if any of you listeners are in the area and attending, I'm hoping to meet as many of you as possible as well. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. Poison Clan rocks the world.
This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws I see the iron fisted bunk before the daily prayers Shouting monks on the hands Running down the thousand stairs The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands With the fearless Aida roaming over the land Yeah, the little bit soldier is old Otherwise, he wants a world of peace Because he doesn't want to fight you got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks Guaranteed to raise jars Fight for the cars Then pause, hear the applause Not again, back kicks Will defeat the outlaws Very good, but boards don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here David D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jelly's even faster Could chat a little drink Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine But see Maggie show his finer Golden Swallow has arrived Shang Chi movies Will the hero we survive We've got the brave archer Make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah, the sky goes black Cut the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching Ying To kill them all to so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword And our sword will travel Until his body's on floors Yeah, Wing Chun Shaol In a mantis style Yeah, defeat the enemy And watch him run for miles Blood will spill Now on the mountain tops When we bring back The soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house Many for some action Drink a little wine We're getting drunk And then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up With a dragon claws We walk into the tea house Ready for some action Drink a little wine We're getting drunk And then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss. It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. The shogun assassin slash and blood of just drip drop. The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop. Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins. He's got her just in yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms. That's where it'll happen. She got the bodies on the floor, and the blood it'll splatter against the walls. No fear at all, to kill them all. There's always blood spill when you head into a war. Fearless. Unleashed The fist of legend that they call Jet Li I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place so with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting